find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the Collapse Experiment. Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment podcast where we figure out where the heck we are and the current state of the collapse we are experiencing around the world. Oh yes, it is it is around the world. Definitely, definitely happening everywhere. Uh, maybe, maybe Antarctica is safe. And those few crazy people that live on the North Pole, they, they might be safe too. I'd rather be fighting a polar bear right now than dealing with half the shit that I have to deal with right now. So, uh, that's just my reality. How are you doing? There is not that much news today, but the news is also very, very intense and important as of right now. Uh, but then again, I don't have that much time either. Uh, my schedule will be changing up a bit uh, in the the next couple days, honestly. Uh, so I should be able to keep this podcast on a regular schedule and until something else changes, which it always does, right? Isn't that how it works? So to get to it, NATO officially blames sabotage for Nord Stream damage. Fourth leak discovered. Uh, gee, NATO. Uh, and the weird thing about NATO is that they're trying to blame Russia for blowing up their own pipeline, but then their response to them blowing up their own pipeline is that if you retaliate, it's all-out war. Why would Russia retaliate against blowing up their own pipeline? (laughs) Can anybody explain this? Because they're basically saying if there's any further action after blowing up your own pipeline, then, uh... There's going to be hell to pay. And uh, why would Russia... That's what they're getting at, right? They're getting at this whole uh, idea that Russia is going to do more. More damage to the NATO uh, EU infrastructure. And uh, of course, like everything else that comes out of these people's mouths, none of it makes any sense. Meanwhile, the Pentagon increases surveillance of Russia's Kaliningrad as nuclear tensions heighten. Yes, um, if there's one reoccurring theme that I keep hearing and seeing on different podcasts and YouTube channels, it's the notion that Russia cannot lose this war uh, philosophically uh, for the sake of their own existence. Um in order to stay uh, a a world power, they they definitely have no options in losing when it comes to Ukraine, which also means nuclear weapons are on the table. So of course we are surveillancing Kaliningrad, which is a satellite state of Russia, and in the past they did send uh, a couple fighter jets, which are capable of carrying their hypersonic missiles that can be armed with nuclear weapons, yay. Um, So, of course, we're keeping a close eye on that. I don't know what the hell that means. Like, if they did decide to scramble these jets and fire a couple rounds, um, would we be able to stop them? I don't know. Um, But, hey, they're keeping an eye on it. 
good job. Just like all those uh, domestic terrorists that uh, had their plots go completely through to the end. And you're like, hey, they were on a watch list. Or, hey, they uh, were under surveillance. Or, hey, they, they had an FBI handler when they were doing this project. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not like that. I really hope it's not like those those people where it's like, not only did we tell them that they should build a bomb, we gave them the bomb when we were, they were too dumb to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Look into the first World Trade Center bombing, and uh, you'll be amazed at how how completely inept and, and dumb the FBI was is. I don't think anything's really changed. It's been, what, 30 years? Nothing's really changed. They're, they're just as dumb. Oh, U.S. citizen among the dead. An Iran cross-border drone attack on Iraq's Kurds. Yes. Um, so, if you're not up to date on what's happening in Iran, there are a lot of protests. There, um, the women are finally um, taking up and protesting against the morality police that they have in Iran. A Kurdish woman driving down the street with her kids in her car was pulled over, taken out of her car, and beaten to death because they could see some of her hair. I'm not kidding. I, I mean, it, it must have been some damn sexy hair. Uh, I will give her credit for that. Um, it must have been so, so tempting uh, that they dragged her out of her car and beat her to death and finally... The women of Iran are protesting. They're they're wanting their rights. They don't want to be killed for the sake of some guy can't get a heart on because he saw some hair. Um, yeah, there's there's a huge issue going on in Iran right now. Uh, but of course, Iran and there might be some truth to this is blaming U.S. involvement. Uh, they believe that the Kurds. The Kurds don't have their own nation. It's a weird story. But to sum everything up, the Kurdish people live primarily in three different countries. There's Kurdistan, um, which is their general region. A lot of it is in Turkey, northern Iraq, and a portion of Iran. They believe that the Kurds are transporting weapons across the Iranian border to fund the or help the protests that are going on against the government. Uh, they also believe that a lot of this has U.S. involvement, which, um, can you blame them? <laughs> uh, this is uh, totally our tactics, and it would not say, a U.S. citizen was among the dead. Uh, Iran decided that they're going to drop artillery and do a drone uh, strike um, on these... Uh, Kurdish people on the border, um, and I believe Iran also sent more drones into uh, Iraq, and then Iraq was like, hey, U.S., can you take care of that? And we shot a couple of those drones down. Uh, yes, we're still in Iraq. Is, is anybody surprised? We're still there. We still have the embassy. Uh, the embassy is bigger than Vatican City. We spent a lot of money and took a lot of territory building this damn thing. Um, hey, when you want to secure the oil that you're liberating from another country, uh, you tend to do something like that. China's really good at that, too. 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, I would not be surprised because Iran just joined a uh, arms treaty with China and Russia. If, uh, you know, things pop off with those two, Iran just kind of marches into Iraq and is like, yeah, we're taking this. Uh, just a thought. I mean, it, it looks like another war is um, is ramping up somewhere else on the globe. Uh, we've got a couple of the stands <laughs> uh, over in Western Asia or Eastern Europe, whatever you want to call it. Um, a couple of the stands are, are now going at each other. Um, there is just tension everywhere. And, uh, yeah, it looks like Iraq and Iran could be going. They went at it for like 10 years during the 80s. Uh, we were arming Iraq. <laughs> so when we went in in the early 90s, we were blowing up our, all of our old shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looks like those two are going to start going head to head, possibly. Um, if Iran's able to really uh, squash this protest, perhaps um things won't be that bad but the longer it continues on the more desperate they're going to become federal bureau of intimidation the government's war on political freedom this was at zero hedge all these articles the links can be found at the collapse experiment.com so um wait where the heck did that go let's see here come on you can do it the link did not take me there all right uh, this was originally through the Rutherford Institute by John and Nisha Whitehead. Oh, to be named after a zit. That sucks. So many of the little pieces of everyday life in which uh, life is lived out, somehow democracy doesn't exist. And one of the creeping hands of totalitarianism... Running through our, the democracy is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Because why does the FBI do all this to scare the hell out of people? They work for the establishment and the corporations and the politicos to keep things as they are. And they want to frighten and chill, chill the people who are trying to change things. Howard Zinn, historian. I don't, I don't know if I would really consider him a historian. His, his ideas are... Uh, <clears throat> pretty commie bullshit if you ask me i mean there's a lot that you can learn from some of the things that he points out but when he's trying to rewrite american history uh through the eyes of uh what he views to be oppressed people um yeah there's he tries to make an argument and really all he ever did was he just kept adding stuff to his people's history of the united states and coming out with new additions because he really didn't have any other good original thoughts after that <clears throat> discredit disrupt and destroy so that is how the government plans to get rid of activists and descendants who try who stand in its way this has always been the modus operandi of the fbi more aptly referred to as the federal bureau of intimidation Muzzle anti-government sentiment, harass activists, and terrorize Americans into compliance. Okay, now, now I'm kind of on board with this article. It's, uh, 
Uh, let's see here. How long have I read it? Okay, so it's a pretty lengthy article, but let's continue on for a minute or so and see where this takes us. This has always been... Uh, indeed, the FBI has a long history of persecuting, prosecuting, and generally harassing activists, politicians, and cultural figures. Back in the 50s and 60s, the FBI's targets were civil rights activists, those suspected in having communist ties, and anti-war act activists. Um, yeah, now they're just a bunch of commies. That's kind of weird. In more recent decades, the FBI has expanded its reach to target so-called domestic extremists, environmental activists. Environmental activists? Really? You, you'd think that they would be propping those people up. Environmental activists and those who oppose the police state. The middle one just doesn't fit with the others when you look at who's in power right now. Back in 2019, President Trump promised to give the FBI whatever they needed to investigate and disrupt hate crimes and domestic terrorism without any apparent thought for the Constitution's prohibitions on such overreach. Oh, Trump. That misguided pledge sheds a curious light on the FBI's latest nationwide spread of SWAT team raids, surveillance, disinformation campaigns, fear-mongering paranoia, and strong-arm tactics. And the article goes on. You can find the rest of it at Zero Hedge or follow the link at thecollapseexperiment.com. And I'm going to leave it at that. There's a lot more in here, and it goes into more detail. Uh, ooh, ooh. Here, here's a thing that might draw you in. You're next. That is, that is a section of the article. Um, find out if you're on the list. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out. And I'd like to close this episode out by stating I have a new book that is coming out. The release date is October 31st. It is <clears throat> A Crash in the Night, The Assassination of Duncan Lemp. Yes, um, I wrote a book about uh, Duncan Lemp, the events leading up to the raid, the raid itself, uh, the follow-up, the aftermath, um, covered the militias that he was involved in and what they stood for, um, why he might have been attracted to such groups. Um, so anyways, yeah, it goes in, into depth in uh, the life, the ideas of Duncan Lemp, and um, hopefully answers a lot of questions and a lot of the things that uh, people speculated or thought were rumor so um anyways that is coming out via amazon um it will be in digital and paperback format and uh like i said october 31st um the ebook will be 2.99 as usual it's not a very lengthy book but i like to have the 2.99 because i just don't like personally the idea of buying an electronic book it's like, it's electronic, do you really own it? <laughs> but uh, if you'd like to download it, if you'd like to read it on your phone or iPad or whatever it is that you have, it'll be available for $2.99. And I believe the paperback is going to be $7.50. Uh, I am trying to line up some interviews on different podcasts at the moment. I'm doing some promotional work, uh, doing... Doing the hard stuff after writing the actual book. Writing the actual book isn't isn't as hard as um, 
some people think, at least for me, it's not that difficult. It's doing a lot of research. It's organizing it. It's writing it. Um, editing, editing, promotion, all that stuff is the hard part for me. I'm not a very good salesman. Um, I don't like... Now, here's the thing. If I'm promoting my book, it's because I believe in it. Um, I don't... I'm not a good salesman in this. in the point of... If I had somebody coming to me selling me, telling me, you got to sell that car, we got to get rid of it. And if I know it's a piece of shit, uh, I'm not going to be very good at selling it to anyone. Because if I don't want that burden, why would I hand it off to somebody else? But uh, no, I, I totally believe in this book. Um, I'm trying to get some interviews lined up and some promotion uh, taken care of. I will be sending copies, physical copies out to other outlets to try to get some um, some feedback, some uh, possibly some other interviews and, and chats online about the story. And uh, yeah, so it will be available for pre-order uh, pretty soon uh, in the next couple days. Uh, the release date, like I said, is October 31st. And uh, hope you're willing to check it out. And remember, um, I do have other books available on Amazon. And any sales whatsoever uh, really goes to help me and this podcast and the type of work that I do. So please go check it out. And um, let's see what we can accomplish. Uh, I am starting work on my next book. And... um, pretty excited there seems to be a lot of uh information out there on the topic i'll tell you more about that in the near future and probably do a short uh episode uh on that story as well so remember you are the carbon they want to reduce Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.